Good morning. It is Saturday, May the 13th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's a Holy Spirit Story Day. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. This morning's Holy Spirit Story is called Pink Cupcakes and Rainbows. As is our custom, we celebrate with Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Kevin Pennebaker recently shared this story with me. It is as powerful as it is painful. It is a story of the fallenness of this world and the faith of Jesus in the face of it through his followers. Sometimes it doesn't occur to us how Jesus faced the very worst of the world he created with the depths of human struggle and the reality of divine faith. We witness this kind of story in today's entry. Hear it now in Kevin's voice. My journey with the daily text began back in May of 2017. On June 9th of that same year, less than a month after getting started, JD had something to say that would prove to be a game changer for my wife, Sherry. You see, what we didn't know at the time was that in just a little more than three months, she would be diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Sadly, that type of cancer is a death sentence. For a little more than five years, she battled on until the Lord called her home this past October. I miss her. My wife loved to write. Her friends on Facebook would tell her they would look forward to her next post. She had a unique way of telling stories, being real, and letting others in on her life and what she was thinking and feeling. Her niece recently wrote that through her life, her Aunt Sherry had taught her about trusting God, even when you don't understand and looking for around for the good, even in the hard moments. In the midst of her five-year trek, she was kicking around the idea of pulling her stories together into a book. Upon hearing about it, a very good friend's daughter, who was maybe 20 years old at the time, simply told her to write the book. That's all the motivation she needed. She wrote the book and called it Pink Cupcakes and Rainbows. It was a collection of short stories from the fight against the monster we call cancer. Back to 2017. When you find out you have cancer, naturally, many tests follow as they try to determine exactly what's going on so they can figure out how to proceed with your treatments. I'll let my wife take it from here. As I read what she recounts in chapter 8 of her book of what she experienced in those early days, 
The worst thing I had to endure was an MRI-guided biopsy that went all wrong. I was face down with my arms strapped behind me, my legs strapped together. I had to put my face down in a mold. And they put me in the MRI machine over and over as they tried to get some of my flesh to do their own biopsy. My tears literally dropped out of the mold and down onto the floor. It took over three hours. I was so dizzy and weak from the position I was in and not having been able to eat and the constant motion of the machine going in and out of the tunnel. At one point, I pushed a buzzer they gave me and they helped me sit up and I told them I was done. I sat there and cried. They begged me to try one more time. Somehow, I dug real deep and I suppose an extra dose of grace came into that room. I told them they had one more chance and then I was leaving. Thank the good Lord that within a few minutes, they finally had what they needed. They pulled me out of the tunnel again, and as I sat up, they handed me my glasses, and I could see drops of my blood on the floor. It felt inhuman. I was pretty sure I was not made for such things, and maybe I just needed to tap out. I couldn't even talk about it for a few days. I would just tell Kevin that it was horrid. And I was too broken and sad to even tell him what happened. Finally, one day I was able to tell my mother and she cried with me. One night, I gave in and said this word to Kevin. Why? What had I ever done to deserve this? I told, them, told him that I had always tried to obey those in authority over me always tried to do what God asked us to do in obedience to him. I was a faithful wife and mother, and I looked around at others that weren't even trying half the time, and their lives were great. This is the quote Mr. Honey read to me that night from J.D. Walt. Trouble is the unfortunate feature and a bitter fruit of the insanely complex, compounded brokenness of a fallen creation. It is neither an indictment on the goodness of God nor the faith of his followers. In other words, bad things do happen to good people. In this world, we were promised that we would have trouble. We were also promised that we'd God would provide all we need for every need we have. I wasn't necessarily being punished for something or less loved by God. It could easily just be because we live in a broken, fallen, imperfect world. J.D., thank you. Thank you for your words. Thank you for helping to shed light on my wife's path that sustained her throughout her final years. In the end, she left behind a legacy through her life and book that proclaimed, no matter what, God is still good.
the prayer. Our Father, thank you for this powerful story of your grace and mercy, even in our darkest hour. It is a cliche and yet a true one. Life is not fair, but you are good. Thank you for Sherry, for her life and faith, and for giving her the courage to write down the record of your faithfulness. Thank you for Kevin, who has stewarded the story into our lives. That's what we do. We steward your story through our own for one another. We pray for those today who sit in such dark and painful places that we would be your light and grace and peace to them, even healing in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, do you know someone who is facing a hard or even impossible situation in their life right now? How might you pray for them today? And how might you follow those prayers into deeper engagement? And for our hymn today, I'm not sure we've sung this one before here, but it's definitely time. Let's sing Victory in Jesus. It's hymn number 119 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. I heard an old, old story, how a Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, Dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory, and I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. 
about the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Amen. What a song. I'm going to send you out singing that one today on this Saturday. That's a wrap for us. Get your seed. I'll see you on the field for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 